0: Welcome to Legends of Grayskull, the Masters of the Universe podcast that dives deep into the lore of Eternia, Etheria, and more. Join your hosts, Matthew Duch and Sean Skavarna as they discuss the most powerful stories the universe has to offer. News, remasterings, and more are just ahead on Legends of Grayskull. Welcome to episode 57 of Legends of Grace Goal, the fan podcast where we discuss the history, the mystery, the magic, and mythology of He-Man, She-Ra, Eternia, Ethereum, Nordor, Primus, New Adventures, Old Adventures, Ladybird, UK Annuals, Mini Comics, Comics, Star, Marvel, DC, anything and everything you can think of with that He-Man She-Ra, Masters of the Universe, Princess of Power, that Mattel logo down in the corner. I'm Matthew Duke. I'm here with Sean Skavarna. Sean how are we
1: doing today? In I am Washington. pleasant. There is. I, am, I am calm. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had a little bit of a glitch. But uh, yeah, I'm pleasant and calm and half awake, so let's do this. Let's, <laughs> let's do see this. how much English I can do goodly on a, so, on a Sunday morning like this.
0: couple housekeeping things right off the bat. Uh, number one... Um, And my mind goes blank. Number one. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, everybody, who helped us cross the 200 subscriber threshold. Uh, We really appreciate it. As you guys know, we are doing a giveaway for that. Uh, First prize is the Power and the Honor Foundation uh, book from the Power and the Honor Foundation and then the second place prize was uh, an or- Masters of the Universe Origin Scare Globe. Um I also said earlier in the week that if we could hit the 200 before Sunday morning, I would throw a third place prize in there. Um And we did it. As of late last night, uh, I got the notification that w- the channel had hit- officially hit 200 subscribers. However, Please. so so you guys you guys did it. So we're gonna give away three prizes. We got the book toy, and a third place mystery prize. Good job. Thank you so much. Um, however, you guys took it so far down to the wire that, uh, number one, I didn't have time to get the wheel ready. Number two, I want to <laughs> give everybody a chance to get on in this because we got 200 subscribers And, uh, right now the odds are actually really good. I want to guess we probably have about 30, 30, 35 entries, maybe? And that's just ballpark, and I haven't actually compiled the whole list. Um, so if you're listening to this, you still have a chance. We're gonna, I'm gonna pop on, uh, midweek. I'm not gonna lock down exactly as of right now, but probably Wednesday or so, I'm guessing. Um, so you have until, from now... Pretty much until I go live, and I will go live to give this away, uh, to get in on it. So all you got to do, just screenshot the YouTube screen where it shows that you're subscribed. Either go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash Legends of Grace School Podcast, links down below. Or email it to us. I know some of you guys aren't even on Facebook, so get in on this. There are great odds. You can win awesome prize, shipped worldwide free. Um... And you can, if you're not on Facebook, uh, I got the, our email down below, logpod85 at gmail.com. logpod 8 at gmail.com. Just shoot it on over to me, and uh, you'll be in. So, uh, I think that's about it. So, yes. So, thank you all. We're beating that YouTube algorithm. We're coming up more often. Thank you to everybody who subscribed, commented, liked, shared, all of that we really do appreciate, it, and it is making a difference.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, heck, our last uh, our last outing on the show is one of the biggest ones that we've ever had to date in the year that we've been doing this. Um, uh, we're, we're used to seeing 30, 50, you know, 70, 80 you know. views, and all of a sudden now we have 2.4 thousand. Use and we're like, wait a minute, this is nuts. Yeah, a little. So little trickery on yeah, well, and... uh, the <laughs> you know, we, we definitely touched a topic that did make people, you know, like, oh, the newest thing we were going to talk about that, but um, it's still just amazing to go, holy crap! That uh, there's been a lot of people that've been looking at us lately, so it's you know, been
0: great guys.
1: It's and I w- yeah, it's staggering. <laughs> and I do want to say. Um, as
0: great as YouTube and the video version of it has been, our audio version actually blows the YouTube out of the water. Um, and so audio listeners never fear. I have something special. Co- I'm cooking up for you. Cause I thought about that a couple days ago that we never highlight the audio only listeners. And that's how I started listening to podcasts. Even the ones that did have yeah. video versions. I, cause I was always on the go, you know, at work yeah. I could when you know, I could just put my earplugs in or ear pods in and just go. So uh, don't worry, uh, audio only listeners. It's gonna be something special cooked up just for you because you guys are amazing as well. Um, it's been a great year—thirteen uh, months, two hundred subscribers for yeah. the niche property that Masters of the Universe is. I'm I'm happy. I'm ecstatic. Yeah. Thank you all guys. So. Um.
1: Yeah, it's, it's awesome.
0: So let's jump into the news.
1: No, no, under, under, no,
0: around. Oh,
1: oh dearie, my.
0: Oh, we must work on these landings. I agree. Madam Raz, are you all right? Oh, dearie my, yes. But there was something important I had to tell you. Now, what was that again?
1: The news, madam. The news. It's time for the news.
0: Oh, boy. So we took, we took a couple weeks off there. Uh, that was my fault, guys, and my apologies. My kids are lined up to where uh, three out of the four kids have birthdays within two weeks in February. So the last couple weeks were all about uh, celebrating them as they get older. Um,
1: I, I've told Matt he is a glutton for punishment, having that many birthdays all on a row, but <laughs> hey, you know. <laughs> it's,
0: it's worse than that. It's, it's my son December, my wife January, and then the other three kids in February.
1: And then you're not far after that and then you have everything I'm, I'm, cleared out then for the rest of the year, right? Yeah, then
0: I then I <laughs> April and then <laughs> all
1: right, see yep, you next and then December. and then you're good until next Dece- <laughs> until December hits again whereas you know, for my family we're sprinkled from March, April, August and then October with me. So I, I, and it's just like you I I follow at the very end like everybody yep. like you guys, yep. you know. So yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: but honestly, I think it worked out because otherwise we would have recorded last Sunday and
1: Serendipity. just
0: done a mini-comic or something, you know, which is also fun. We've yeah. to get back to some of that. But today's going to be all about the news. So let's mm-hmm. run through this here. All right, so first off, Tweeterhead is back in the game. And this one I actually didn't hear about except from you. So uh, how'd you hear about it? <laughs>
1: I saw a post about it on uh, Facebook recently, and and uh, the actual sculpt really grabbed my attention because how often do you look face to face with Skeletor looking like this? I mean, yeah.
0: Uh, for those of us, it's,
1: it's life sized. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what they're saying. It's actually like, going to be life sized So
1: that's going to be a whopping bust.
0: And they for they it being life sized. They said. Um, a removable
1: cape and hood, if I if I recall correctly. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, for for those of us listening uh, audio wise, we were talking about the Tweeterhead Skeletor Legends life sized bust. Just uh, I don't think we said that earlier, but uh, visually you could see it. But yeah, it looks it looks phenomenal. The detail alone. I was looking. I actually, the thing that got me was I was looking at the teeth. I know that sounds silly, no, but I was teeth, looking at the, the teeth, teeth. are
0: a part that is commonly messed up on Skeletor. It, it can either make or break.
1: And, it. and they well, they did it basically. Then it, it's like a nod to the eighty-seven two thousand X deal where he has the fangs yeah. in, in this version. But one thing that I was really impressed by, and and I know this is going to sound silly, but in the sculpt where the teeth connect to the skull. They're not all symmetrical. Right. I like that they have even those little details where you see a little more of the tooth going into the skull for a little bits, and then there's other ones where it's like, oh, it's it's down a little lower, it's up a little higher. So it's not perfect, and that makes it feel more real life to me mm-hmm. than seeing something that across the board is all yeah. symmetrical. Uh, it, it's, it's one of those complaints I have about the Origins line where it just, <laughs> everything's too symmetrical. Everything is too, yeah. so I, it looks like there has been some actual craft to this. There's been some, you know, sculpting by hand to make this a unique piece. And I, I actually thought of showing this to my daughter and I'm like, I think she'd be scared to death I'm going to get this thing and she'll have nightmares knowing it's in the house for the rest of her life Because it really is a, it's a great piece.
0: Yeah, it it well it looks great here. Uh, very 2000x reminiscent. Very. Um, it, it looks like it's going to be another kind of compilation, amalgamation of all these different kind of Skeletors with their own flair. Um, but he looks scary. He looks mm-hmm. he looks like the Lord of Destruction. Um, life size. That is. Oh. all right. Let's throw it out there. What do you think this is going to cost?
1: I'd say a minimum five hundred.
0: I was thinking a minimum of six.
1: Six? All right, well there you go. I want to say
0: and I'm probably wrong, yell at me if I am, but I wanna say the the first Tweeter head busts were like three hundred, weren't they? Or they were at least two
1: fifty. And those were and those weren't life size. Yeah, those were more yeah, compact. This is yeah, this is. I think actually, now that you said 600, I actually, I feel like I'm doing like, no, 750. You know, it's like, I feel like I'm going to one up you, like we're in an auction, Oh, I, th- yeah, I think it could go I, up. To, I, I could see I, it. I think it could go up
0: to a grand, depending on what they do with this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Are the eyes going to be painted on? Are they going to be light up? Um, I think the if the cloth and hood are, or the, the cape and hood are removable. That means they're probably cloth. So then you got cloth mm-hmm. goods in there. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'd say minimum of six, and uh, probably a grand is probably the ceiling for this. So,
1: and also, I wonder how much it's going to weigh, depending what materials they use to. Oh, can you create imagine it everything. the shipping debacles <laughs> when this thing hits? I I don't even want to imagine that headache. Uh, it's you know, it's it's a gorgeous piece. It is. Like I, I have been very impressed the uh, the Hordak piece that they recently, uh, had out there last the year. Um, the statue is, is gorgeous. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's like, if I was in the statue game, this would be a must have, but I thankfully am only into the figures yeah. and I, that's all I can afford. Well, so that's it. That's... But <laughs> if I could, I would definitely go for if it. If I, if I, would, if I had I the money, buy.
0: I would have all of the statues. I would have all the busts. I would, have... yes. If the money mm-hmm. was an option thing. Um, but honestly, I, this is one of those things I would rather pick up in a local shop. Because that uh-huh. way I can, inspe- like you said, I can inspect it first. I don't have to worry about FedEx or UPS or the post office. You know what I mean? Definitely. And I, that's how I was mm-hmm. with my NECA stuff. I didn't, I have some of the the mini bus and the statues that NECA did back during 2000 But all my stuff I bought from mm-hmm. local shops. I, I didn't. Yeah. Hear it And you would hear stories, and those things were packed. off. they were giant foam trays. That, you know, I mean, they were packed beautifully. Sure. But at the end of the day, you know, these carriers can do damage, even not intentionally. It just there's there's big machinery. That, you know, road conditions, just stuff happens. Mm-hmm. So. um Yeah. yeah this is this is something where if I saw it in a comic shop, I'd be, I'd really be tempted. And I might pull the trigger on some of this stuff. Luckily, none of my local comic shops ever get any of this stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, if I saw this in person and, like you said, money was no object, yep. Skeletor would be my roommate. right. right. So... <laughs> <laughs> Um, and imagine if those eyes were, like, if it was battery-operated where the light, the, the eyes would light up, like, the, how cool would that be to have that in a dark room and you just see those eyes on a, piercing through the I darkness? Think, I mean, that would I be think amazing. there's a good
0: chance, because I think they did that on one of their earlier Skeletors, didn't they? The uh, Alkalon-looking
1: oh, really? one? I could have sworn they did. Maybe it was somebody else. I don't... Uh... I know I've seen that one, but I didn't know that it had may, uh, light up eyes. It or might have been over. a special
0: edition because they do those deluxe editions too. And I think I think oh, okay. that big battle cat they did. I think there's a version of that with light up eyes as well. But I I could be wrong. You know, I don't follow this stuff as closely as I do other things.
1: Yeah, no, I'm the same way because it's like when it's out of my price range, it's like oh that's nice. I'm gonna put that over here. It's just nice to know yeah, it's yeah. there, but I'm not gonna get into the details. Right. But No, it's a gorgeous piece.
0: Gorgeous piece. All right, moving on. Mega Constructs has some cool new stuff coming. Um, Sean, you still haven't pulled the trigger on any Mega Constructs, have you?
1: I only have the Wind Raider set. I got that in a trade, and I... So I have that. I haven't put it together. I do have that one, and you and I have actually been talking back and forth because I saw the the Roton Mm -hmm. one... And it had Battle Armor He-Man and Battle Cat with Merman. And I saw that on clearance at, at a Walmart. And I'm like, oh, now this might be getting me. Because the Battle Armor He-Man, that brings back good memories. <laughs> and now they're bringing out even more stuff. And it's like, my God, they just keep on putting that. Yeah. It's it's all in front of my face now. I'm noticing it way oh, more. So now we got a Mega Constructs Battle a Cat.
0: A Battle Cat, like a, full, like a build a Battle Cat. Uh. Um, they've done this. <laughs> well, because Battle Cat's been released as a minifigure in the Mega Constructs line. Yeah. But this is actually where yeah. you build Battlecat out of the blocks. Um, if you guys have seen, they do this with Pokemon a lot. They got a lot of Mega Constructs Pokemon. We're actually building Pikachu and Eevee and everybody out of the blocks, joints and everything. Um, and this this was shown off at this recent Mattel Investors meeting, which bring, which. <laughs> it comprises most of the news we have today. Um, but yeah, he looks pretty cool. He, com- he comes with a little stand you can build with his nameplate on him. And uh, it's got like a little uh, peg there so you can pose him like he's jumping up through the air and everything. Or even going up on his hind legs. Um, I can see kids having a lot of fun with this. And then with the addition of the stand for posing, uh, adult collectors can have a lot of fun with this. Um and interestingly enough, this does use the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe uh, logo on it. So mm-hmm.
1: one one thing that I'll point out real quick mm-hmm. because of, of how Origins played it: Hey, guess what? Mega Constructs can also do the hinged uh, ankle joints <laughs> on Battle Cat. Look at that! It's amazing. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah,
0: here here and in the minifigures. The minifigures have yes. So
1: uh, anyway, that, that is my dig. I, I still can't believe that they oh. thought. Let's just take that away from the figure. So. so. uh,
0: So speaking of that. Here we go. They also <laughs> showed off an image for He-Man in the Masters of the Universe, the CGI series coming from Netflix, uh, this fall, we also have a date, and I did not bring it, but they did show during the presentation that the He-Man in the Masters of the Universe cartoon is dropping in the fall. Um, mm-hmm. And we get this cool shot of He-Man on Battle Cat. He-Man looking very, uh, a, I'd say Eternity War meets 2000X, I think is the best way mm-hmm. to describe it. Uh, especially that power sword. That that power sword is the Sword of Eternity from the DC miniseries. Uh, almost 100%. Definitely inspired by it. Battlecat is looking very very armored. 2000X reminiscent but even kicked up into the tech aspect. Um, another 10 degrees, I think. Um, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts here seeing this? And again, this is, there are going to be toys coming. They said there's going to be an action figure line for the He-Man cartoon. Um, but this picture is of the animation, the CGI.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think the one thing that I, I, to start it off, I was kind of surprised how much gray or black is on He-Man <laughs> in his suit. Because typically, even in Eternity War, they had him be, you know, red and yellow. Yes. At least. So it kind of tied his color scheme that we're used to together. But honestly, it's like, okay, it's it's new. It's different. And, you know, uh, it's like I said even last episode, you, you're not going to be four for the rest of your life. You have to eventually grow up and change. It, is it... The barbarian version that I love from yep. when I was a kid? No. But the the thing is, He-Man is almost like an avatar for action-adventure in a sci-fi-slash-fantasy realm. So this version to me almost has... Um, and I was trying to look it up the other day and I couldn't remember. There's a 2000X variant that I... I I'm like, it reminds me of that variant because right, the- he had like a black... On his top, at least? Like, uh, on his uh, torso? The shield strike, He-Man. Shield strike, okay. So, it almost had that flavor Mm -hmm. of it. I I do miss the the loincloth being furry and the boots being furry. But when I look at it, Mm -hmm. I just look at it as it's like an upgraded version of He-Man to me. And, you know, there is enough (laughs) elements there to make me go, okay, it's just a, you know like I said, upgraded version of me, man, it's a upgraded to 2021 style versus, you know, 1983. Yeah. Um, I, I think battle cat for me was definitely like a, Holy, you know, like I, I took a couple of looks <laughs> at that. And I, I think from a drawing standpoint, like if somebody came to me and goes, Hey, can you draw the new battle cat? I would look at them and go, I need a year of lead time into this because this is nuts. Like, this design is definitely detailed. Yeah. But if you look at it from, <clears throat> if you're in the story and you see that coming at you on the battlefield, you would be scared to death of this thing. Battlecat in this, I think, is, is actually even more scary than any version we've had animated so far because he looks like, he looks like a cross between a Transformer meets Battle Cat, and deadlier looking than any version we've previously had. And, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) No, I agree. I think
0: very uh, Zoids. You remember Zoids from the 90s? Zoids, yeah. Yeah, that's what he reminds me of. But to me, and I I know people disagree with me, I think you take away that that He-Man and the Masters of the Universe logo, and I think you show this to somebody and I think they, they will still go, oh, that's He-Man in Battle Cap. I think, that, I think that they got enough. Right, like you said, it's, it's definitely upgraded. It's definitely, you know, trying to get the, the kids of today. Um, but it's still instantly recognizable to me. I think that that power sword, it still has... They're obviously playing up the technology aspect like they did in 2000X... But I think this Power Sword hits it better than the 2000X Power Sword did. Um, mm-hmm. It's still got a more traditional shape to it. It's got a bit of color variation instead of being all gray. Uh, like you said, He-Man's the biggest departure. Battle Cat's armored up. But it's something new and different, and that intrigues me. That excites me. That goes, okay, where are they taking mm-hmm. this story? And that's the big thing to Exactly. Be, you know, And I've said it before. I've said it many, many times. A good story can make me forgive a lot of things. A good story can make me forgive lackluster character designs. It can make me forgive poor, poor animation. You know, not that I'm saying this mm-hmm. is going to have that, but it, 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 as long as it's got a good story, something I can get invested in, I can, I can forgive a lot of things, or I can adapt. Um, so looking at this here, mm-hmm. I think definitely the technology is going to play a big part in this one. Um, which seems to be the way everything's going. And honestly, it's not that far off from the roots. I mean, technology was present in even the earliest mini-comics. So, you know, Mm -hmm. for all those that say, well, it needs to be sword and sorcery. Well, Masters never really was fully sword and sorcery. They were, they were sword, sorcery, and technology. So this still works for me. Um... And yeah. who's to say, I mean, He-Man's sitting on Battle Cat. I think there's a chance he still has a loincloth on there. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. I can't tell from that picture. Yeah. You know, and I think that would help tie yeah, it in a little better. If anything, the only complaint I really have, like you said, is it does look a bit dark. Especially because Battle Cat mm-hmm. retains his red, uh, yellow, and green aesthetic. You know, new parts and everything. And different so shading. But it's still his color scheme. Um, yes, He-Man's got exactly. the bigger departure there. I would like to see a little yes. more brown or red in there.
1: So I did write over... like When was that? Wednesday when they released mm-hmm. these? I want to say. Or when it leaked. Um, I did write up uh, a few initial reactions I had to it. Because obviously we we're recording this a few days afterwards. I, I pretty much said what I initially said but um, here's a couple quick things to throw at you so um, the power sword parts of He-Man's muscles and parts of Battle Cat are glowing in this version which that interested me because it makes me wonder with how Eternity War went you're seeing when he's having the power of Greyskull his suit now is reflecting the power by yeah. glowing in certain areas and I feel like this version is also going to be playing towards that oh, idea. Absolutely. And that's an interesting take on it because we haven't seen that done in animation yet. We've only seen it in that comic. So it's like when you look at his arm, yes. you see you see yellows coming down his biceps and stuff. And you see it in the oh, sword. The sword is all – you can and see and it. You do yeah, see just it. like
0: in Eternity War. All the grills, the hilt. The hill is, exactly.
1: Yeah. And and it's even in his boots. <laughs> On the sides of his boots, there's yep. light up areas yeah. and stuff. Battlecat's Battle claws, claws are lit up. His mm-hmm. eyes are lit up. And and I, I dig that aspect because it's the first time we've ever seen the actual power like mm-hmm. radiating from him in any version. And with CGI, yeah. that's a heck of an easy way for them to do that compared to animating it constantly by hand. And um, I gotta say, I, I gotta say thing... real
0: quick here too. I think that's going to go. Story wise, and I don't want to get too far into speculation. We should probably do a whole episode on speculation where the story is going, as you know how we get going. But I could see it going story wise, yep. where the power of Grayskull is actually powering this technology. I think there's going to be kind of that uh, symbiotic relationship between magic and technology in this series, and that's where it's going. You know,
1: so, yeah, I I could see it. <laughs> I almost feel like what they're doing here is taking a, at least a page or two out of the Netflix Shira book with the I didn't idea of he's one technology. That's what I was thinking as well. But I hope it's done better yeah. because I, I was not impressed by how yeah. the payoff of that went in that show. And it feels like this looks like you're going to have an earned idea right. to it because it's going to apply throughout the entire show yeah. if he's showing up looking like this immediately versus. The way they did it on Shira, it was—it was this go kind on. of, ooga booga. Here it is, whatever. Go and your explanation doesn't add up to what you were right. imagining. And
0: I—I can definitely and you're see in mind, it going, watching you it. Know that the power of Grayskull—it has something to do with this technology. It's just, yeah. But anyways, go on.
1: And I like it. It's, I like do, it's
0: done I like. right. It could be very good. It could be very good.
1: Mm-hmm. And it—and—and and the thing too is in in this version maybe they'll get into more of what the power actually means of when he calls upon the power of grace it it might actually get into a little more meat and potatoes about that yep. and give kids an idea of this is what it is versus it being this mystery or yeah mystery this mysterious you know power that you, it's always this well it's this power right. and everybody would like to have this power and all that like how we grew up with exactly. The, the other thing, uh, well, there's two more things I wanted to touch on real quick. But the um, it, it, on Battle Cat's saddle and then on, I want to say it's his belt, there is an insignia now. And I feel like that's almost a nod to the hero on, on the hero uh, classics figure. He has that Grayskull insignia, I, and I feel like that's now their new idea of that, which I think is interesting. If it's not the Grayskull insignia, just you know, manipulated for this, I wonder what that means. I think it's, I think it's, um, it's, it's
0: Grayskull. It's it's going to be the insignia yeah. of the I didn't notice that on the belt, but yeah, that's what on can yeah. shoulder armor. I I thought that was supposed yeah. to be the new Grayskull symbol.
1: And I I actually like that idea because it gives it almost like, this. He's like uh, errant knight running into battle under the flag of yeah. Grayskull. Then, in right. that way, versus you know, like there's been a lot of hubbub about you know okay. the, the 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 cross being gone. Well, we'll so get like we'll this, get to it that. It feels like doing, <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I, I'm sure, but but this this genuinely feels like well, they're trying to put their own spin on some of these things. So it's like okay, that might not be in in the lexicon for this now, but you got these other options of things that can be identifiable and have some meaning to the characters as well, which I like. And then the last one that I'll throw out there real quick is uh, if you look at He-Man's face, which granted, the the images that we've had to work with all week have been pixelated or grainy or blurry, so I'm not going to say genuinely this is the detail, but when I looked at He-Man's face, he looks a little cocky this time around. He's got a he's got a smirk. He doesn't have that like battle ready right. look that we we're always associating, or a seriousness to him. And I'm like, okay, is this? It, I think the thing is, when I look at this piece, uh, I look at it and I see, you know, like everybody's complaining. Okay, the, the, what about proportions? What about this? What about that? Well, it's like, look at the freaking Incredibles number one. I mean, the, the Incredibles no, are proportionate. That- and they're cartoons, and okay? That's exactly, and like that. you can do that's that.
0: exactly who I thought of when I saw that closer-up photo of He-Man's face. I thought of Mr. Incredible a little bit more mm-hmm. having fun with it. Like, he's just like, yeah. I'm, exactly. I'm the man in the universe. Let's do this.
1: Um, well, the, the thing that I'm wondering real quick is when I look at that, I'm like, okay, if this is the kid's version, obviously... I felt like there's Adam coming out in that. And it made me start going, is this going to be like Adam gets the power up, but then it's basically Adam is still himself, but he's it's like Shazam in that way, where it's not going <laughs> to feel like it, like when when we watch yeah. filmation, you could always tell the break between Adam and He-Man. I feel like this might be the one. Where there isn't going to be a break, Adam is going to be completely cognizant of what's happening the entire time, and his personality is always going to be there, and he'll probably have to be like, um, "Well," and you know, address people in like a heroic yeah. way in public, but then he would sound just like Adam if it was him talking to Man at Arms in a private moment or Orko or whatever. And I'm I'm just curious if maybe they're going that route with it versus it being the way that we've traditionally known it. Well,
0: I I, I think it is going to be number one a, a younger Adam, you know, maybe a 16 mm-hmm. year old or something like that. I do hope that, uh, but I think it'll be closer to 2000 Mike Young Productions than it will be Filmation. I think there will be a little less of a split. Mm-hmm. I think I think we're gonna pick up right at the beginning. I think he's gonna get the power sword. We're gonna see the first transformation. You know, I, I think that's how they're gonna run this. So yes, you're gonna see that He Man that's learning, that's like you said, he's gonna be a little more cocky. Um, and that will probably mm. lead to some mistakes along the way. Um which is good. Yeah. I love that. I love those kind of stories. That's one of the great things about you know, we talked about before about Mike Young Productions is how they they built him and he you saw him grow over the series. And I think that's what we're gonna yeah. get here. Yeah, he's gonna run out like I've got... You know, he's still... I think they're still gonna hopefully... Number one, keep the secret identity. Number two, make a split, you know... So not everybody's just like... Oh, yeah, there's Adam with muscles. But I, I do think there'll be a little bit more... Of him having fun with the power. You know? A little bit more... Yeah. Like you said, yeah. the Shazam movie is a perfect example. Where he first gets the power... And he's just run around, like, testing out everything... And messing around with his friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see that first like the all fun and games thing if they write it well that can take a dark turn it's like okay it's all fun and games until I mess up until I lose this battle to Skeletor until my cockiness you know gets up and he's got to learn and grow as a hero and as a leader and I think that's something they can do even though they're saying this is for kids that's something that you can do nowadays in kids television you can have these pretty dark moments that we never would have thought. I mean, young justice is a great example that pops into mind. That yeah, dealt exactly. with some deep dark stuff, but it was still a kid's show because the kid, the way it's written, the way it's handled, a kid can pop that in and kind of not grasp the fullness of the situation. But us adults consider and go, Holy smokes. Like that's, yeah, that's messed up.
1: Well, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, going back to the Shazam movie as an example, I, my kids love that movie. We've watched that so many times last yeah. year. Oh, it's a
0: great movie. And
1: the I, I mean, you know, the one moment in that movie that the kids and I, every time it happens, we all are glued to the screen and we're cheering is the part when uh, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen this. I'm just going to throw it out <laughs> there real quick. I know Matt's already seen this, so I can at least talk freely <clears> <throat> with him about it is um, after Billy visits his mom and finds out, you know, she's not who he remembers and she, you know, she's lived the life she has and that's the end of that. And then they get, he gets the phone call and, you know, Billy, Billy, super villain, super villain. And he runs off the roof and yells Shazam. It's like that has to happen on this for me because I want to see Adam, like he's, he's like amazed by what he can do. And maybe you know he like like Shazam. There there is maybe a little bit of an irresponsibility level oh, to yes. show kids yeah. the whole with great power, great responsibility, like Spider Man. But then when that moment where he's got to rise to the occasion, I want to cheer with He Man just as much as I want my kids to in that moment. And if they do anything like that on this series, I'm going to say that's already solid and it's won me over because that. ...matters to me in story more than I'm worried about how he looks nowadays.
0: Exactly. Last thing we got. Well, last thing we got for Mattel. Masters of the Universe Revelation. Officially, ten episodes. We're going to get ten episodes. They're also going to split it under two seasons. Now, before Sean freaks out again. This is... It wasn't just Sean. (laughs) Um, when they say two seasons, that's Netflix seasons. So, you know, we, we saw it already, everything season. The, I watched The Ranch on there, She-Ra, so many things. Netflix seasons are not real seasons. Number one, there's usually not a year between them. I know with The Ranch, when I was watching that, when it came out, they'd release, they'd drop episodes in like October, and then they drop them again in like April or so. So, like, every six months. Hmm. So, I'm assuming that's what they're doing here. So, so they're refusing to, uh, number one, to do the weekly thing, which I think would help the series so much, but Netflix just won't get on board, even though Disney Plus has shown that it, uh, it works as for building hype and excitement. Um, Definitely. So, instead, they're going to split. They're going to drop five and five. And they, Mattel did say that the first five are coming this summer. So we're getting close.
1: <laughs> yeah. At least we got something, finally. We got
0: something. <laughs> not only did we get that, so we got that. There will be officially be ten episodes. I know uh, we're still not sure on length, but Kevin Smith had said before that they're – Longer than 20, but not an hour. So, I mean, really, if you do even 40 minutes, that would be, that would actually equate to about 20, you know, half hour network yep. shows. So, pretty close to a full season. And really, any more, I mean, growing up, a season to us used to be 26. I think nowadays, mm-hmm. I think 13 is more the industry standard. Um, and again, everybody just likes, Turn them out quicker instead of 26 waiting a year. They do 13 every nine months or so. You know, it's it's they they're mm-hmm. adapting and evolving. And I'm just gonna jump mm-hmm. on to the next slide here because I know what Sean's really itching to get to. The action <laughs> figures.
1: <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: Because while they still will not show us any of the animation for Revelation, they did leak some action figure designs.
1: Yeah, finally.
0: Finally. However, (sighs) since this originally aired, because they did the investor meeting, they aired it, that's where these screenshots were pulled from, Um, and then they put the presentation up for replay, but on replay, all of these pictures are blurred out. Yeah. So, I think Mattel pulled a bit of a whoopsie here.
1: Mhm yeah I think so too. I mean either either they did it as <laughs> oh we didn't mean to actually have that get leaked or once the leak happened they were not thrilled with the reaction by people or something yeah. but I I don't know what people expected because I look at those and I'm like uh, uh, obviously the one of the biggest departures is Evelyn because they have her and I agree with, with some people say there is like a Korra vibe to her, oh, for, you, you know. <clears throat> the, you know, the very, very like. It, it, I could see it, the, but
0: the only thing evil Lin about that figure is the extra head and the staff. Yeah, nothing else in that figure says evil Lin to me at all. It is, <clears throat> it is a one piece tunic that goes down to her knees and you know boots and pants and long white hair which wouldn't even fit under the helmet I mean come on guys Evelyn yeah. has had that short white hair I mean you can mess with it a little bit like 2000 X did <clears throat> but like how how I mean that hair is down to down to her chest how do you cram
1: all that up into that helmet? Well we don't know what the back of the helmet looks like. <laughs> <We don't. laughs> so you might put it up a into a bun and the, the back of it is like a huge back to it so i i mean the the biggest i i i gotta admit um like looking at those, it's just like to me it's just like tiny little things that make me go, oh, this is a little different right or this is the i mean honestly skeletor is the least of all of them where I look at it and go. There's something different. It really, truly looks like that yeah. Skeletor to me. Just, you know, and and uh, there is more of like an MYP vibe of Skeletor than there is for, you know, any of the other characters we're seeing. Um, so it's like, all right. I, I, I mean, the shaping staff to me is like a spoiler because I think there is going to be a point where he uses that in the series. Otherwise, he wouldn't be included with that. <laughs> and the the hands the other hands he has that aren't the grabbing hands or the yeah the the, kung fu hands. the the curled hands are kung fu hands, and that to me is really weird too, because how it's like typically I would have expected there to be like a bella Lugosi, like a this yeah. you know kind of a you know like the gnarled curled fingers uh, splayed out like uh, basically like this like uh. Ultimate Skeletor here. Right, right. Where he's got that hand. I thought that we would have something along those lines, and instead we have Kung Fu Grip and Kung Fu Action Skeletor. But I, I guess if you're shooting a bolt of something, it's like, All That's right, what I'm, th- I'm thinking. They're going um, for more
0: of a casting effect than a karate chop effect. Um Yeah. I will, I will say real quick here, I know we're jumping all over the place, guys. Um, audio listeners, so what we're looking at is the Masters of the Universe Revelation, the Masterverse toy line. Uh, it's Skeletor, mm-hmm. He-Man on Battle Cat, and an Evil-Lyn that is, uh, it's Evil-Lyn uh Cora the Waterbender uh Halloween
1: costume <laughs> variant. <laughs> well, and, she's 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 hoping to have her own spinoff because yeah. Nickelodeon said they are reviving the Avatar stuff, yeah. so um we shall see.
0: But yeah, He Man and Skeletor and Battle Cat to me, they look like you said, they're they're classic designed. They're just slightly different. Um they're just update it. Just like we like, I've said all along, they're gonna take the classic designs and just fit them to powerhouses animation style, and that's exactly what these are. You know, there's a little bit mm-hmm. of angularness on Battle Cat's helmet. Um, the biggest thing to me, minus seeing Evil Lynn, because that does nothing for me, um, is the power sword. It looks very long and skinny. I'm hoping that's some weird. Angle or Photoshop or something because that's that's the one thing you know me I love a good power sword but those proportions just seem so off right there the handle seems really short the the blade seems really long I don't know
1: um the but- the, 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 um, the hilt part is the part that I think it's like, it, it looks tiny when you have the blade as long as that is. But yeah. Like
0: it needs to come out a little I, bit more if the blade's going to be that long well, and
1: it needs, it needs to go higher. Yeah. Like it, mm-hmm. I feel like it needs to go like at least a half an inch higher and then you'd have like almost a traditional power sword. But, uh, the one thing that I like about the design of it at least, and I know you're probably not a big thing. You're more the filmation power sword, but I like how this one it has like the length of the filmation power sword to me in, in, compared to like the normal figures that we've had, yeah. but it also has the Alcala guard yeah. at least. So that that makes me go, I like it. There, are, it's an amalgam of the the filmation style, but it's got the classic version like I like. So it's almost like I wouldn't say it's perfect, but it's it's definitely got this. it it feels familiar at least
0: it does i just just a little bit of proportions um and the biggest thing is that he man while sporting his classic harness he has his battle armor h on there instead of his cross Mm -hmm. um yeah which you know to me at at first glance it's kind of like uh like uh like the magic eye poster, it doesn't look right at first, just because I'm so used to seeing that. Even though that symbol was on almost every other He-Man variant, except for the original He-Man toy, yep. It still is. At first, it kind of looks weird on that classic harness, but it works for me. It just, it just, it looks a little out of place at first. But as your mind gets used to it, you know, it looks better and better every time. And I get everything with the cross. So if you can't use the cross to me, this H is the perfect thing to use.
1: I think my only problem with that is I kind of wish that the the chest plate was wider. Now, for that reason, Mm -hmm. like uh, I don't need it to be broad, like hugely broad, but there is something to be said about making that. It's it, it is a small amount of real estate on his chest to have a wide logo to be there. And I, I kept thinking, you know, if they almost did it in, like, the battle armor style, like, the actual, almost, like, the shape that that section would have on his chest, but then you have the uh, straps going back from it. And I know that's a, that's going to make it an even more starkly different look for that kind of a harness on him, but I think that that would have actually fit the age better yeah. in certain ways as as, like, the iconic logo on there, but... To be honest, I mean, I always loved that logo since, I mean, since I was a kid and I got my first Battle Armor He-Man and, you know, they used it, like you said, they used it on Battle Armor He-Man, Flying Fists, and um, Thunder Thunder Punch. And it was also on the Dragon Walker. So it, and, and in, like, we've talked about that on the show, even with like the golden book, yeah, so and used it a lot. the mini comics. I mean, they use that form of him way more. I forgot how often they use yes. that versus the traditional looking he man. So, you know, a lot of the people that are having the the flare up about this, I feel, are the people who they just watched the cartoon and that was it but people like us that were like always okay let's let's see the next iteration let's get the newest figure let's read the newest books or whatever it's like no you were getting inundated with this as well it's just the the popular version obviously stuck to one version of He-Man. Right. and filmation never did any of the variants and 2000x went a little overboard with the variants so you know it's like it, it, it this this to me it's like I, I don't mind it. It's it's actually it, it, that's the only thing about He-Man I'm looking at him where I'm like, oh, so they did that this time. But everything else looks the way that I would have expected it. And so in that way, at least for He-Man and Skeletor, I feel like Kevin Smith definitely said the right thing that you know they're not trying to reintroduce or reinvent the wheel. But then when you look at Evil Lyn, you're like, wait a minute. It's like Kevin Smith. Now, do you you (laughs) think there's a
0: chance that that could be an evil in disguise?
1: And that you'll get a proper evil
0: in down the road?
1: I don't know, because I don't know. uh, Like, this line, I feel like the way it was presented to us at PowerCon, it feels like this is a very finite kind of an idea with the figures. So it it makes me go okay either she's going to be presented like this quite a lot on the show and this is just going to be from the from the beginning of the first episode when we meet her she's always going to look like this or this is something that she gets deep into the show and that's her look throughout the rest of it compared to the version that we know I I mean honestly I'm I, I'm like if He-Man and Skeletor look right to me, I kind of I'm okay with them kind of taking liberties with other ones for some reason. Um, because I I don't know, it's like in the in the here, here's the thing in the, in the age that we're in right now, I would not be surprised to have them reassessing some of that, like like Inn, for instance, and going, uh, maybe we can't show as much skin with this all the time or something. But at the same time, it's like okay then this does not look the way that I would right. have reinvented an evil well, that at the same, you like, there's, there's elements of like, okay. Um, like, was it? Sideshow? Yeah. They did the one where it, she, it's like, well, why couldn't we have gone with like well, the that, evil sorceress in like a Maleficent yeah, way they am, instead of doing Cora. You know?
0: that's it. And that's what leads me to believe. Maybe this is just a disguise, you know, and that serves some part in the story. And, but then there's the actual Evil Lynn look because how do you stick this close on He-Man and Skeletor and like you said that's not even an update of Evil Lynn. That's there's nothing in that costume that draws from the vintage Evil Lynn or the 2000X or yeah. anything. There's you know there'd be one thing, you know, 2000X gave her that like skirt on the back but that's not what this is. That's what we thought it was based on that silhouette that was leaked at Power... Or not leaked, but shown at PowerCon. We thought it'd be yeah, like that yeah. that little half-skirt cape thing. But it's not. It's a whole wasted, mm-hmm. long wasted trench coat thing. So mm-hmm. that's the weirdness to me. Is that there's like nothing pulling from the vintage design there. So it's not an update. It's a complete redesign. Which they've been adamant about that, that this wasn't going to be. So that's what leads me to believe, and the fact that she's not shown with the crown, the headdress head, she's shown with that, that long white haired head, you know, more like that's like her second accessory. Maybe that wasn't even supposed to be shown, you know, maybe we're supposed Mm -hmm. to believe that this is an entirely different character and they just spoiled something, um, by showing off that head, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you're gonna be pissed because you hate spoilers anyway. So I could just see you the minute that whatever happens with this version of her happens on the show. You're gonna be like, ah, and only why did you have to do this? Oh, I could go da- that way or whatever. Just
0: not these three images. I can go down a whole thing. Well, number one, this is a continuation of the classic series. The shaping staff was destroyed at the end of the filmation episode of its name. Um, Evelyn comes with a satchel. Why? That's a very mm-hmm. oddly specific um accessory that's not based on anything vintage. Like again, did they just figure they just incorporate a satchel into her design? Or that actually, you know comes into play somehow or some you know, why I know these are supposed to be for the adult collective, but still why would you want a satchel with your evil Mm one? So I don't I mean there's all sorts of stuff you can pull from here. Um and, and going back to the chest symbol on He-Man, looks like that H on the classic harness is going to stick around for a while. Um, I didn't pull the pictures of it, but they did show off a Mega Constructs uh, advent calendar, uh, which looks pretty cool. Each day you pull it out and you get either locks to build something or a minifigure or whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. and that He-Man on there is sporting the classic harness with the H, even though all the Mega Constructs up until now have been released with the cross. So um, it yeah. definitely looks like Mattel's moving forward with that. With this being his, I'm assuming this is going to be his classic look. Whenever they want to do a vintage He-Man, they're going to use this, because then the CGI He-Man had a completely different chest symbol. So.
1: Yeah, and I, that chest symbol, um, I, I forgot to bring that up when we looked at it, but that chest symbol, I'm like, what the heck? Like, that is a that is a chest symbol that I'm like, I, that's not even a chest symbol. That's like a torso symbol on
0: him. <laughs> yeah, because the, the lines, and, it's still the HM type thing, but the lines go, like, from top to bottom of his chest for the H, and yeah, then he's got the yeah. li, a little or M. Almost, honestly, yeah. it's almost the, the animated Mike Young Productions kind of HM symbol yeah. kind of exaggerated and more m-like so
1: yeah i'm not yeah. hating uh, it but um, it's
0: definitely different
1: yeah i i, I kind of hope that there is an explanation why it is where what it is there but i don't i, I think you know there, me looking at this stuff i'm like i hope there's an explanation and then the other part of me is like there wasn't a lot of explanations of why things were the way they were even with the original line so why am i expecting that to happen here right we're in an age where we expect it to start from the ground up and introduce us to it on the ground floor. And it's like, I, I I feel like a lot of people that love masters are kind of the people going, I don't need an introduction. Just throw me into a story and let me have some fun with it. And I think when there's stark differences with the looks of these characters, though, there is a part of me going, but why? Why? You know, give me a little something right. so that my mind can at least process this being a little bit more this or whatever. Um, but honestly, like, I think I think the the one takeaway that I had looking at these figures more than anything the other day was I I said this now I know how He Man would look if he was a Marvel Legends figure. Yeah. Because the 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 uh, the knee joints, I, I'll say thank you. Whoever designed these, <laughs> at least thank you because I absolutely hate with a passion those freaking knee joints on the Origins figures. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. And I love that these at least, I don't need it to be a double joint, yeah. but at least the knees look like the knees and they don't look like there's flippers. And you know they do look a lot more in the style of what i'd rather see on my shelf than origins but at the same time these are definitely still not going to be origins right. because there is something to be said like they aren't uh they aren't a big piece of plastic they feel like they're going to be more mike young productions mm-hmm. and even 2000x the way that the line went and I don't know, like there, there's a part of me when I saw them where I'm like, this is what I expected, but I'm underwhelmed because yeah. I didn't want what I expected. I wanted it to be this is this is something in my head. And then when they translated it yeah. into what they were really going to show us, it would have been like, oh, and, and instead I went like, all right. Like when I saw it, I'm like, that's pretty much what I expected.
0: That's, that was exactly so. my reaction to it's like, OK, yep, there they are. You know, it's like yeah. except for Evelyn, and that's what leads me to believe that that's something else. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they look—they look—they're instantly recognizable. But yeah, they're its the same thing as with Origins when it came out. It's like, okay, there's the vintage figures with head articulation, and these are like, okay, there's human and skeleton. Um, I yeah. still think that. And that's the thing—they're not—they're not taking it to the next level like classics did, and that's the biggest thing for me. Mm-hmm. I just—I don't see how you can top that line. I know I'm a broken record about it. Um,
1: we both are. The one—that's one, <laughs> <And> okay. <laughs> the one
0: complaint I have is that they did not go big enough on the proportions. Um, the the bodies—the bodies are bugging me, especially He-Man probably because he's got so much exposed flesh. They're so rectangular. You know, He-Man and Skeletor and all the characters have always had those bodybuilder proportions, which is a smaller mm-hmm. waist, and you're coming up to these broad shoulders. These guys don't have that. These guys, I mean, they're muscular, you can tell, but they're like you mm-hmm. and me muscular. You know, their shoulders are right above their, the sides of their waist. He-Man's always taking it to that next level. Um, You know, these kind of look like Spongebob Squarepants, you know, in a loincloth. So that's the one thing that keeps bugging me is, like, the chest and the abs and that. The whole torso, it just, it doesn't, it looks too, it looks too realistic, honestly. You know, and they need to be bumped to those epic proportions.
1: Well, the other thing, like, I agree completely with that because to me, like, Even in the original 2000X line, um, and I'm going to be referencing that anytime I talk about these (laughs) because I get that vibe no matter what out of these figures, Um, when you watched watched, uh, Mike Young Productions' cartoon, He-Man was like a freaking mountain, and then when you look at the figure, and I'm not trying to say the horseman did anything wrong, but I feel like the, the figure definitely didn't add up to the sum of the parts of what I was seeing on the screen for the actual character design of He-Man. And I always was like, I kind of wanted He-Man to look huge in the figure because he's the one out of anybody that makes sense. Make him big. I mean, they did the bigger beast man and all that stuff, but it's like He-Man just kind of was an athletic man. Right. He looked, he he reminded me of almost like Captain America. He would be pushed to the limits of what you can do as a physical specimen but at the end of the day, he's still a man. Right. And, and like, I want He-Man to look like, you know, he could punch a mountain and the mountain will crumble instead of him punching a mountain and actually going, ow, right. you know? Um, and and this feels the same way to me. And I, I agree. Like, there's proportions in this where it's like, He-Man's shoulders maybe could be broader. He could be, you know, bulkier in the mid... Not in the midsection, but in the upper torso to really give him that, like, He-Man vibe that I think we're all expecting. And even Skeletor, like, yeah. he, I, I kind of was hoping that it would be a leaner form of Skeletor. When I look at that, I'm like, it's just kind of Skeletor, yeah. but the characteristic is just he's standing there. I know it's just a released image and all that. A, a, well, leaked image. But I know what you're saying.
0: They're using the same There's He Man and Skeletor exactly. are the and same I, buck. I wish here.
1: they didn't. Mm-hmm. I wish they didn't because I, I really loved. I know it's a it's a cost thing, but it's like okay, you know, Skeletor could be a leaner looking figure yes. and maybe a little more like you know hunched over in that like way like 2000 X did, and then He Man could be you know standing up barrel chested and all that stuff. It's like that's kind of what you do. Like the silhouettes they revealed at PowerCon kind of led me to believe they were going to do something that made them individual, right. and when I see this. There was, like, a, oh, you yeah. know, like, I, I really was hoping that we were going to have, like, a sequel to 2000X, possibly with the proportions, and instead it's, like, everybody gets the same buck, and everybody's, and the other thing, too, um, uh, real quick, is the colors, again, leaked image, I'm not going to try to yeah. judge everything based on this one image, but the one thing that is kind of bumming me out, too, is it's the, it's the same with the origins line It's something that drives me nuts, is it looks like the paint apps really are sparse. It doesn't look like they put a huge amount of investment other than let's have a yellow belt on He-Man. His loincloth needs to be, you know, a brownish red. His hair needs to be yeah. yellow. And boom, we have He-Man. And I'm like, well, could we at least have a little variation of something here and there? It could be that's the way the the uh, presentation is on the show, but I'm also like eh, there might, there I might be. I feel like even the that anim go for uh, it. There
0: might it. be more once once we get up closer. It might be. Um, I will say I do. It does look like there is some color on Skeletor's, you know, uh, crossbones. Uh, Battle Cat's eyes are mm-hmm. painted, so uh, yeah,
1: I thought that was yeah. Cool. So
0: there uh, when you get up like. I think He-Man might have the red squares on his harness, you know, so...
1: I think he does.
0: I mean, there might be something a little bit more once we get up close.
1: Possibly. I I will say, though, Battle Cat's the one that I'm actually the most excited to see because that looks as close... If you don't have a Classics Battle Cat, this looks like it's going to be a great one to put into the collection. And I actually think if you extend his legs so he's standing like the Origins one has to because of the ankle articulation, that cat is probably going to be about the same size of He-Man when he's standing upright or damn close. And that's huge because he's a a seven-inch figure.
0: And he has the wrist articulation. (laughs) And he has
1: that. Here's the... Here's the thing, like, I'm in a, I'm in a, I love this more than I like anything else they've shown for the figures recently, but um, it's like, I I always feel like it's, I get a little something I like, but I have to take one step back, because I'm looking at this and going, okay, Skeletor, I would have loved him to be leaner, He-Man, I would have loved him to be bigger, and then I look at Battle Cat, and I'm like, Battle Cat is almost 100% great, but I hate that helmet.
0: Yeah,
1: that's the only thing about Battle Cat that drives me up the wall. It's like that—that that helmet. I know they're using it as this is supposed to look like the cartoon, but it just—it's not working for me the way that the, everything else with the figure is. So he'll be displayed without his helmet on, unfortunately. Yeah. If I get yeah. it, yeah. So. Now I completely
0: <laughs> agree. Um, I know we're coming to the end of our time. Um, yep. I do want to throw out here real quick. I am going to drop a link down below. Check out uh, Faking Filmation. Uh, I'm going to drop a link to their Facebook page. They got a Kickstarter coming. We're going to get a little bit more in depth uh, in that. Um, we're just running low on time today. But I do want to throw it out there. Follow that Facebook page. Rob McCallum, who did the Power of Grayskull documentary and a lot more, is uh, spearheading it. And it's all about um, James Etox. Uh, fan-made cartoon, The Return of Faker. Um, lots of great things coming for that. Make sure you follow them, um, and we'll get further into that down the road. Uh, before we sign off, um, I know we had some stuff on the show. So, Alright, so, first thing I've got is from James Etak. He's been selling off some more stuff on eBay. Oh. And he does great packaging. So I got. <laughs> He's got them all. I guess I should have pre-opened this. <laughs> got
1: everything
0: taped individually multiple times. Great job, James.
1: <laughs> he means it both sarcastically, but also he he really means it. I just
0: I should I should have maybe I can just slide them out here. We go. Ah, oh, so he's got his eBay store, Buster Tunes. He's got some cool pieces up again. All right, here we go. So the first thing I got from him was this very nice Volcrum uh, cell. That's a beauty right there. Nice full image, big and clear. Um, mm-hmm.
1: And then
0: I got a nice uh, panthor uh, facing off against Battle Cat. Nice. Um, that that's that's oh, actually in they're even separate so I can even I can even do something else with them if I wanted to. Um Mhm. Yep, very very lovely pieces, James. Um that Panther's a beauty with the saddle. Uh he doesn't come up much. Um and then the other thing I got from him <laughs> Uh, was a, he's putting copies of the storyboards, and this one's for Dawn of Dragoon. So was, oh, yeah, these are pretty cool. It is just a copy, obviously, but still, uh, the, I got the full storyboard here. Uh, it's got all the, uh, the notes and everything, the changes, um, all of that. Even that 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 opening shot there with the with the interesting <laughs> interpretation of Dragoon. So that's really cool. Nice. nice peek behind the curtain. You know how I love that stuff. Oh yeah. So what'd you get? I got one more, but I'll
1: let you go. First All right. On monopolizing. So, so uh, over on the Facebook page, uh, in the last, oh, uh, in the last month, I want to say maybe it was a little bit more. Um, there's this artist that I absolutely. I love uh, his work. His name is Gerard Perel. and uh, he he's worked for a lot of. Uh, he he's definitely done work for Marvel, and he's he's done other work, and he's also somebody in in uh, past years where he did his own rendition of Masters of the Universe, and he had you know King Skull, Sorceress She-Ra, Teela Faker, uh, you know you name it, Skeletor, Beast Man, and um, he even did Rio Blast at one point. Um, and he started just randomly um, – he, he just started one day he, – he did a, a digital sketch of He-Man. And it was based on the Alcala, the old mini-comics, uh, the back of the book where it had the scroll and you had all the figures that were available. And uh, he actually did some prints and uh, through Kirby's Comic Art, uh, their website – they, they listed that you could get prints of the work that he did. And I bought a few. Nice,
0: what'd you get?
1: So the first one I got was, Ooh, that was the a Green one. Goddess. That was one of my absolute favorites. And then the next one. And I wanted to get them all. <laughs> I, I really wanted to get them all. Next I'm not going to lie. I, I could. Whoops. Hold on. Sorry about that. Technical <laughs> difficulties. All right. The next one. Is the man himself?
0: Nice, nice.
1: I got He Man. and in, in the Alcala. Look those Look at those, look at those
0: broad shoulders versus that I waist. I know. I, I
1: know. <laughs> it's it's like it's it looks like he's a powerful individual. Absolutely. You know, I mean, <laughs> he looks like, and and with that battle axe, he looks like he's going to take care of business no matter what. This guy this guy channels the version of Eternia that I've always had in my head, and I hate that I keep dropping the phone. Sorry. Every time I move, it keeps on falling. Here we go. And the final one, and then I'll stop doing that, is Tila. Very nice. Who, who this, this one was absolutely gorgeous. He captured her in such a great way. So I, I was thrilled the other day. I actually, uh, I was waiting, and I'm like, ooh, they came in, and uh, they, they are actually limited to 100 prints, and each of mine are 16 of the 100 prints that they have. Wow. And last I looked, they still have a few for pre-order. Um, I, w- I still would like to get a Beast Man and a Skeletor just to at least have some villains. Right, right. Um, so I know they're still up there. Kirby's Comic Art yep,
0: I'll drop had them, them out there to there, so. deliver. That's pretty cool that out of I mean I know they package yours at the same time, but still that you were able to get like sixteen across the board, like no one else yep. picked one of them up before you. That's that's pretty yeah. Cool. Um,
1: it is, and to have that low of a number yeah. <laughs> so
0: uh, last thing I've got this came from uh, Richard Locke, uh, fabulous collector over through the Facebook groups. Uh, I got some more cells. Um, one of them I saw. And the other, we just kind of made a deal, so I'm actually going to see it at the same time as you. I know who it is, but I haven't actually seen it yet. I just opened it right now, so. Um, but it's a character. He's
1: been that, dying to open these all week, I people. I have been, so. and this is a character. <laughs> this is his Christmas. This is a
0: character I've been after who does not come up a lot. And I'm going to pull everything down, too, with these headphones. Beautiful packaging, Richard, thank you. Uh, let's see which one we've got. Oh, we oh, even included something extra! Oh okay, so here is the one that I knew about. Hopefully the glare's not mm-hmm. too horrendous. Uh Rabar with the Sword from Quest for the Sword. Um, if mm-hmm. you remember this episode where the I do. You know, the rock people steal He Man's sword and take it down, he's got to go chase after he doesn't think he's going to be able to be Adam anymore. That is, it's one of my favorite episodes from a kid. I watch it all the time, and to get him, I mean, because they use these rock people designs a lot, but the him holding mm-hmm. the power sword, you know, um, this one I didn't know was going to be in there, but this is, um, And it is from the same episode, 56. I can't remember his name. I feel so bad. But it's the other uh, rock guy (laughs) who who ends up taking Man-in-Arm's gun. So, Mm -hmm. that is awesome, Richard. I didn't even know that was going to be... Oh, so now I got both of them. Nope. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Wow, thank you. (laughs) Now for the other one. This one... I know who the characters are, but I have not actually seen it yet. We were just talking when I was getting the other one. And, uh, he's like, I'm like, you don't happen to have so-and-so, do you? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, and we made a deal, so. But he's like, do you want me to send pictures? I said, no, you know what, just send them. Um. Oh, that's beautiful and big, too. (laughs)
1: Oh. <laughs> the audio listeners might be questioning <laughs> this. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I managed That's from your episode, I right? I managed
0: to get King Helios from Curse of the Spellstone. Curse of
1: the Spellstone, yeah. That nice All right. nice,
0: transparent uh, awesome. fire person. Gorgeous. And, and I got the fire cat as well. Nice. Those things are...
1: Still wish that they could do those for classics. <laughs> I
0: got, you know what? I've got to yes, absolutely, and I've got to talk to one of the animators and figure out how you do transparent cell. I mean, it's it's literally transparent. I mean, that's awesome. Oh, I love the effect.
1: I feel like I know when I was in art school, we used to have to do uh, like hand mock ups, and we had a red uh, sheet of plastic we'd have to put on to block out certain colors. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if that's something similar to what they did with those, but I'm, I'm guessing that's paint. That's not actually like anything else because that would have rubbed off over the years.
0: Uh, yeah. I don't, I- it's a translu. I mean, the fa- the Like I said, the translucency is the is the weird thing. Like you can see that his mouth is regular. You know, the yellow part's is mm-hmm. regular because it's blocking. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Ah, oh, characters I never thought I would own, and those are gorgeous. You know,
1: you're gonna have pieces. a heck of an animation collection. I mean, you got how many of? Uh, oh, I got from uh, you did those on the show a couple times yep. now. You've you've revealed a couple of <laughs> of. Uh, of finds, and then, you know, even these today with James and stuff, it's like, boy, you're, you're going to have to... I have quite You're going to have question. to open a wing somewhere, the, the Matthew Deutch animation... I need a wing. wall. Absolutely, I
0: need a wall. <laughs> um, I got to start getting some of these guys uh, done up, get some scenes going, and, uh, get them preserved, because um, I, I mm-hmm. actually have ones I've gotten that I've never even shown off, so everything you've seen... Is probably only about half
1: of my collection. <laughs> oh, dude! So, yeah, I'm gonna call you Big Roller <laughs> from now on. <laughs> I just have toys I don't, and trench. you know what? I, the most honestly,
0: got, so. you find the right groups, you find the right auctions. Yes, there is some things that just go ridiculously high, um, but I've gotten a lot of good deals uh, through the community, so it's it's been good.
1: Very cool. Ah, oh,
0: all right. Anything uh, you got to wrap us up?
1: Uh, I think I've said everything I need to say at this point. Uh and I, I I think the one thing is with everything I've seen online this week, it's nice to be able to have a conversation that is not turning it into we're ruining each other's childhood by talking about something new. Right. That's about it. So yep. uh so yeah. i I'm I'm look, I'm excited. Uh, but exactly, new
0: there's new stuff. There's coming. there's no way around it. Nope, I completely agree. Awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what's coming. I can't wait. So summer, we've got Revelation drop in Fall, we've got He Man and the Masters. Um, which means that lead-in comic has to be right around the corner as well. So, uh,
1: I, I'd say we. I wouldn't be surprised if we see something next month. Finally, yeah, solicited. It's got to be.
0: Yeah, so yeah, it's got to at least be solicited. You know, so. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Great things on the horizon, officially and unofficially. I'm going to throw it out there again, because I feel bad, because we didn't get to spend as much time on it as I wanted to. Check out Faking Filmation. Um, that's going to be mm-hmm. amazing. Um, I just... we, Unfortunately, we are out of time, and I want to give that the proper due that it deserves. Um, Definitely. Alright, guys. So, uh, this is the moment where I plead to you. We're doing great things. We're going to Come on live later in the week to give away those prizes. Um, But still, like, subscribe, share, ring that bell so you get notified when we go live. And until next time.
1: Until next time. Oh, come on.
0: Ah! Oh! Ah! Are you guys still here? Person to go over to a Facebook page and mention this bumper, you get another spot on the wheel. Alright? You happy now? Go then. See ya.